Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We got a Thursday afternoon hour number two with Matt Modica, who really can weigh in on a lot of the potential pitching streaming options here on the show. Interesting, yesterday we had the Hawk, Andre Dawson, on the show talking about how he had no idea what the future would have held for MVP Christian Yelich. That's the kind of insight and information that you get here on FST. But coming up next, it's time to dive into what we can expect this weekend as Fantasy Sports Today continues with our number two right now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit, is Cattell Marte of the Diamondbacks. He's, he's a very confident guy, um, and and that's not something um, – I don't know that anybody saw this this level coming where he's, you know, on pace for 40-plus homers. Um, at the same time, um, I, I think a, a breakout was there the, because the opportunity to be in the lineup was there. When Goldschmidt's out, when, when Pollock's gone – um, you know, when these guys leave the lineup, there's an opportunity there for th- this guy who has shown the ability to be a really good player um, and, and, you know, power from both sides of the plate, and, and he's showing it off. And I, I'm happy for him because he's a guy that, that he's just a, a fun guy to be around in the locker room um, and, and he works hard, and I love seeing the success. Yeah, but between Brad Ziegler, Craig Mish here on FST, that's what you get on Thursdays. Player who played in the big league and baseball reporter who is breaking news like we did yesterday right here on the show. Welcome in. This is hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today. It's great to be with you talking fantasy baseball, fantasy sports with you. If you missed any of the first hour of our show, you can catch it on demand as uh, Brad and I just uh, jumped right into it. A couple of different great insights for two players that I think are interesting. One being Zach Gallen making his debut tonight. The other, Cattell Marte. I feel like uh, this has been the Cattell Marte week. I don't know why it feels like that, but I think it's uh, certainly acceptable, especially when you have players that are just so outperforming their average draft position. And for those of you, by the way, I want to mention something else here as we are closing out our, our third week and having a great time here on FST is that all of the interviews and all of the discussions that we have are readily available for you on demand on the FNTSY app. You can download it now if you're listening somewhere else and just uh, punch my name in there or don't punch me. Please don't do that. But punch my name in there or put FST and you can see all the previous shows, all of the interviews and just so many accessible pieces of information that you can use to help you succeed If you go anywhere online yesterday and check any fantasy sites, you saw that uh, some key pieces of information were broken by me, a couple here on this show and then a couple after the show. And what we're going to try to do throughout the remainder of the baseball season especially is give you insight as to players that you can pick up in your leagues, whether they're playing on the Marlins or somewhere else, 
that can help you win a fantasy league. And that's just not something that you can get anywhere else in the country. This is the only place that we're doing it right here on FNTSY. So a couple of guys that I wanted to dive into here as we open up the first segment of hour number two of the show. Uh, one player that I really have been impressed with, and I look, I, I know that you guys aren't watching Pirates games every single day, but do we need to start talking about Brian Reynolds of the Pittsburgh Pirates as a potential Rookie of the Year candidate? Has anybody checked in on his stats? He's not available in any fantasy league anymore, and I get that. And he and I saw him play with the Giants in the Futures game a couple of years ago. Now, he was traded for Andrew McCutcheon, for those of you who don't know. But with the strong outfield that Pittsburgh has already, they have basically committed to playing Reynolds almost every single day. Let me run through these numbers at you. For those of you who may be interested in, in snatching him off somebody else's team, if they think that maybe he's going to lose some playing time. 12 for 26 in his last seven games, 462 batting average, 533 on-base percentage, and a 692 slugging. On the season, Reynolds, not in 50 at-bats, not in 70 at-bats, or even 100, 177 at-bats this year, 362 batting average with six home runs. And 26 runs driven in. The problem as it pertains to rookies and when it comes to, like, for example, rookies of the year in Major League Baseball, we tend to gravitate to those big names. And it's very easy to take a look and just say, oh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. or Peter Alonso or some of those other guys. But if Reynolds gets another 300 at-bats over the rest of the year and hits five home runs, drives into 30 more, we could be looking at a mid-round pick in 12-team leagues next year in Reynolds. He comes with pedigree. Again, I saw him play in person at the Futures game a couple of years ago. I did not think that he was going to be a star, but consider this. After he was in the Futures game when I saw him in 2017, 2018, he was an all-star and one of the best players in the entire organization of the Pittsburgh Pirates last year. He was a short-season all-star in 2016. So when a player comes out of nowhere to do this, you have to understand a couple of things. There's going to be some regression at the end of the year. He's not going to hit 360. But there are so many things that are playing into his uh, potential. And the other thing that I want to mention, and this is coming from my knowledge here in South Florida and just covering the Marlins, is that in the future there is a team in college that when players come out of this school, you need to start focusing on, and that is the Vanderbilt Commodores. Things have changed significantly with this school over the last five or ten years. They're going to the College World Series a lot. You saw J.J. Blade from Vanderbilt drafted in uh, the first round, fourth pick overall. There's a chance their pitcher, Kumar Rocker, who we talked about earlier this week on the show, is the first pick overall in the draft in a year or two. And now you have another kid from Vanderbilt in Brian Reynolds that could represent the Pirates at the All-Star game next month. That's the kind of info that you can get here on this show. This is FST, FNTSY. I'm Craig Mish. We'll be back with plenty more as we roll on with our number two here on the show. Don't go away.
Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631 Game Time Decisions The last coffee I've had was in 1982 Are you serious? 1982? I don't know, man. I think I told uh, my parents I was going on a field trip or something, and I really just got wasted for four days. And uh, <laughs> I remember, like, before I went home, I was like, my buddy told me, yeah, hey, we'll go to this breakfast place and you know, drink some coffee, and it'll sober us up. I put so much sugar in weekdays, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you until 2 o'clock. Full-time fantasy will take over at that point. Excited to recap everything that's going on in the world of fantasy sports with you. Of course, hey, look, you know, we'll talk about some other sports and other different topics uh, here on the show. And one thing that I did want to mention, and uh, Ziggler brought this up in the in the, um, in the first hour of the show when we did 3 Up, 3 Down, which you can listen to on demand every day on the FNTSY app, I am really having a hard time uh, putting my arms around this David Ortiz story. You know, this is just one of the more bizarre uh, things that has come out news-wise, I would say, over the last couple of weeks. Now, look, I have never been to the Dominican Republic. I know a lot of 
players personally and agents that have gone there, and, and there are some arguably the best players in the history of the game have come from there. But when you're when you're playing in these places and you're talking about stories from these places, it's just so bizarre to see how poorly things are handled. And the reporting on this story, I think because it came from there, is a good example of that. You take a look at what we heard. I think it was last week. Um, last week, a week ago, two weeks ago Sunday is when this happened. And the reports were that he was shot in the leg, and then it was a robbery, and then that changed. And and I just, I find it, I, I know what the Dominican Republic reported yesterday, and I'm not trying to diminish the police work that they do there. But how is it possible that you can confuse David Ortiz with someone else? If if in one sec if in one hand you're, you're going to have every single person on social media and on radio and television across the country saying that David Ortiz is like the Pope in the Dominican Republic, and then in the other hand you're going to have people come out and say he was confused with who David Ortiz was versus the guy that was meant to be shot. <laughs> I, I just I'm having a hard time with that. I'm sorry to say, and I and I certainly don't put it past that this is actually true that that the shooter was meant to shoot someone else. But how do you not know who Big Poppy is, man? And and if you are a a, a person of age in your twenties or thirties, and I know that they've arrested a lot of people in this, and so that's fine, but. I mean, and it did seem like, at least according to the video, he did jump off that that uh, bike pretty quick or that uh, motorcycle, whatever it was, pretty quick, shooting and go. But you just, you, you don't know. Like, that's David Ortiz sitting right there, you're, you're, and you're aiming for someone. Yeah, the whole thing just smells wrong, man. It just smells wrong. There's another, let me tell you another disturbing story that you hear, and this is, this is, um, is something that you never want to hear, but I've been told this before that there are sometimes in the Dominican Republic where uh, they, they, you know, they they get the accidents. You see the car accidents from from different players who have passed away. I'm not going to go into details about those situations, but um, some of them you hear where they have like these these hooligans, these thugs. What they do is they put rocks in the middle of the road so the cars will go over them and crash. And then they go into the cars and steal all their stuff. Like it's crazy, man. I don't know. I, I've always, I've always been so curious to cover sports around the world and around in different countries. But the fear factor has got to be there. There's, there's always that, that fear that something can happen. And in this particular case, if you're telling me that you don't know the difference between David Ortiz and some, I, I, I don't know what the other guy was, what they're accusing him of drugs or some you know, cartel type guy. I have no idea, but I don't know. I, I, would, I, I can't wait to hear as this investigation continues what more we hear about this, but kind of shocking to hear that he wasn't even the guy that was meant to be. And then there was all these stories that were rumors about, about women and it was over a woman and all this nonsense. Man, it's just... Uh, a lot to absorb, I guess, in the world today, and that kind of goes outside fantasy for sure, but I felt like bringing that up here on the uh, on the show. Uh, another topic that is uh, somewhat interesting tonight for me, because I'm always curious why nobody plays in fantasy basketball leagues anymore, 
Like that that is one element of fantasy that's really gone away. I loved playing season long fantasy basketball. I played season long fantasy basketball in high school. This is true. We had a league where it was me, like three of my friends. The the te- I had a couple teachers that were playing. I don't think I, I don't think we played for money. I I don't think so. But either way, we we had a real draft, and like this was the John Stockton, Carl Malone, Akeem Olajuwon, Michael Jordan days. You know, Mark Price. Uh, I would keep the stats based on the box scores in the newspaper, and and it was like a rotisserie basketball league. And now I know that there are some head-to-head basketball leagues that play. Every once in a while, I'll get a question that is said to me about basketball, and I'm usually like, look, I'm not as in tune on, on NBA as I am with baseball and football, so I may not be the best person to ask regarding that. And I know that DFS has come along and really, I think, almost wiped out season-long fantasy basketball, but why is that the case? If basketball is so popular on TV – and on the, all the mainstream media channels like ESPN and Fox Sports 1, whenever you turn on those those debate shows in general, I'm not talking about Pardon the Interruption. That's kind of the gold standard for it. But those other shows where it's just two guys yelling at each other basically for 30 minutes or an hour or two hours, it's always about the NBA, right? It's always about the Lakers and who they're going to get and this guy doesn't like this player and – and, and, and James Harden doesn't like this guy, and Chris Paul's mad, and this guy's leaving. It's it's always about that. And so, if that's the case, why does not why doesn't that translate into fantasy sports? There, I don't get it. It's a little weird. If the popularity is so is is so far beyond any other sport that ESPN, as an example, is is really the the prime uh, ratings grabber if if it's the NBA then why aren't people playing fantasy in in the NBA is this something i haven't been able to figure out as an example someone who does play uh, Adam Ronis who i've hosted with for many years on satellite radio and i know that his show comes up at 2 o'clock here every day on full time fantasy from uh, 2 to 4 eastern he still plays it Years ago, I I, I want to say like five years ago, I got involved in a in a uh, fantasy basketball league head to head with all of the other hosts on uh, on satellite radio with me, and I was into it. I played every day. I put my guys in and out of the lineup. I know that there are always going to be issues at the end of the season with with players taking games off and teams that are tanking, and I get that. But the popularity of that sport and the drama that goes on in that sport is so crazy that maybe I've just summarized and answered my own question. People love drama, and they don't love the actual games. I would say that about the NFL as well. The NFL, because we love fantasy here, that's what moves the needle for us. The NFL, because we love gambling here, that's what moves the needles for us. But when you hear people talk about the NFL in terms of sport, it's always the the drama. The guys who are suspended, the guys who won't the kneeling for the anthem, right? It's always the stories around it. It's not, hey, did you see the third quarter of that game and what that great play? It's almost never that. Now, we do that, of course, because of fantasy. But mainstream media covers it from a more reality drama point of view than they do the actual games. And that's really what we've been missing for many years. So in tonight's scenario where you have the NBA draft, you get some X's and O's, a little bit of that. Zion Williamson from Duke is going to be the number one overall pick. I don't think there's any question. 
And being that I am a much bigger college basketball fan than I am NBA, I would say that Williamson probably on an island on that team, on a not very good team next year, is going to have a chance to put 20 and 10 up. So he becomes a great fantasy option. But for those of you who are playing DFS and have wiped out the season-long fantasy league, it'll be a night-to-night and game-to-game basis. Uh, Also, one quick note I want to mention in terms of baseball, because we've talked about him so much, Trey Mancini of the Orioles left the game last night with a left elbow contusion. We'll have to see what that means for him. Speaking of stacking in DFS and stacking pitchers and players, I know that when they're playing at Camden Yards, it's hard to endorse any pitcher, especially when the summer comes here, like on in June. But, but this is a pretty big injury in terms of offense for Baltimore. They really don't have anything outside of Mancini, Nunez, and an injured Dwight Smith. We'll have to keep an eye on him. And for those of you who are playing in daily leagues, you may want to reset your lineup when that game starts. He has been great for them. He is the all-star for the Orioles and I would guess is going to miss a few games. All right, so we will take a quick uh, timeout here on our show, here on Fantasy Sports Today. When we come back, we're going to dive into who this kid Kyle uh, Garlic is. Uh, new, new player playing for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Another chance for another rookie coming up, and I'll be bidding on him on Sunday, that's for sure. i got to decide how much I'm going to bid on him, and I'm not really uh, – too keen on spending my money in fab budget when I know in a month from now the, the, the player that has the most money is going to get the best player. I, I, now I'm like in a hold scenario with somebody like that. So we'll talk about him coming up next, see if we got any more lineups coming in, and then at uh, 140 Eastern we talk some heavy pitching with Matt Modica. This is FST, FNTSY Radio. I'm Craig Mish, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes with more discussion, including who this new rookie is for the Dodgers. Don't go away. your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 
88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621. 866-484-9621. That's 866-484-9621. Make it rain. I'm thinking it is absolutely going to be New Orleans that holds the cards once again, not only with the number one pick, but I think New Orleans has an opportunity to shape what the rest of this draft is going to be. Is it Darius Garland that they go with in hopes of just flipping him because somebody else wants him? And I think the ultimate goal here for the Pelicans is to use that number four pick to get themselves some veteran help. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you as we continue our discussion here on the show. Touched on a number of different sports uh, previous segment. You can listen to me on demand 24 hours a day, seven days a week just by downloading the FNTSY app. A lot of fun, very easy to listen to. I always enjoy that. And um, certainly you can call up the show as well. And the phone number is 844-843-6879. 844-843-6879. You put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening up a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to fanduel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports. You're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open up your account. Claim your free wager up to $500 today. A great way to get started is over at FanDuel. I'm so excited for this football season because... The, uh, the great uh, sports wagering that's opening up in New Jersey and has been around now for, I think, going on close to a year. And uh, from what I understand, Sports Grid doing some big things there, maybe a, a new studio being built. Uh, without knowing too many details, I can't wait to make my way up to New Jersey in the fall and host some shows for you guys up there. That should be a lot of fun. Can't wait to do that and, and get to some football talk. But we are still right in the thick of the fantasy baseball season and major league baseball season so let's continue with that conversation I mentioned before the break I wanted to tell you a little bit about Kyle Garlick who I did not know a ton about but he hit his first home run in the second inning yesterday he's played some pretty good defense where did he come from well he's been uh, in and out of of really the minor leagues uh, drafted by the Dodgers 2017 uh, he's won the Texas League Player of the Week award. He's been in the organization for about three years. He's 27 years old. He is three for seven in his last seven games, so just kind of getting limited playing time, but he is hitting over 400. He's walked a couple of times, too. And uh, look, he's not somebody that's going to be highly touted. He was drafted in the 28th round, probably a fill-in player for the time being, but L.A. always kind of finds guys to be able to come up and do a good job for them. So he'll he'll be somebody that I'll kind of 
keep an eye on, but I wouldn't expect huge things for. But as it pertains to rookies, here's kind of there, – there are two parts to the equation. The first part is obviously the talent. If you see a player in Major League Baseball that was drafted, let's say, after round 10 or 11 or 12 – the odds of those players making it to the big leagues is slim. So when they do, you have to take a second look and wonder how they got there, take a look at how they performed at the minor league level, and and always understand that if they were taken later, the teams don't necessarily have the full-time idea that these players are going to be superstars. That's not to say that they can't. Dodgers found one in Max Muncy, right? Max Muncy cut completely by the Oakland A's. They found him. J.D. Martinez cut completely by the Houston Astros and um, goes to Detroit, becomes the MVP. Great season in both fantasy and reality. So there are always going to be those good stories out there of players who were drafted late. But keep an eye on that. It's always a big part of the discussion for sure. So my advice on him, let's check out the playing time for the weekend with him. If he gets two starts, maybe he'd be something you'd, something you'd consider in an NL only or maybe even a 15-teamer, but uh, nothing beyond that. Uh, Rockies lineup is out for later today at the Arizona Diamondbacks, and the key name not in the lineup, as we talked about earlier, is Trevor Story of the uh, Rockies, and this is going to be a big one here. We have to keep an eye on him and, and see if he ends up going on the injury list. There's been no official announcement yet, but uh, clearly he had a thumb injury yesterday. And he is, I would say, at his position, one of the top shortstops in fantasy, somebody who was taken maybe in the second or third round in a 12-team league. And since he's come up, he's just been phenomenal. His numbers this year, 17 home runs, 48 runs driven in. I remember doing shows in April. My biggest concern with him was going back to the steals numbers last year, and people were drafting him based on steals because they're such a hot commodity now in fantasy. 27 stolen bases in 2018. He is right on pace to do that again this year. His numbers look almost identical to what they did last year. 291 average last year, 294 this year. 348 OBP last year, 360 this year, even up. Slugging is down slightly. OPS down like a hair. And you talk about a consistent performer in the game, that's one of them. But anytime you have a hand injury or a thumb injury, that's never a good thing. So we will uh, hope for the best with Trevor Story for those of you who own him. And uh, and we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, I think that the other part of the discussion in, in terms of uh, baseball today is we've talked so much about the offensive production at Coors Field. But it's not just Coors Field. It's really around the league. And I'm stunned to see some of the Vegas totals in these games. Uh, we don't talk a lot of baseball gambling here on the show, but just to kind of run through them on a daily basis, I was looking this morning. Rockies, Arizona, Diamondbacks, total of nine. Phillies, Washington, uh, Nationals, total. And this is a game in Washington, not Philly. Total of ten and a half. Mets, Cubs, total of nine. Reds Brewers total of nine and a half. Indians Rangers nine. Astros Yankees ten. Blue Jays Angels ten and a half. Twins Royals ten. Orioles Mariners nine. And and what what am I getting at here? As it pertains to this, the day and age of having pitchers duels is so few and far between. 
that it you're hitting a danger zone in virtually every game that you see. And not just because of the starting pitching being so poor, because of the bullpens as well. These these pitchers come in after the fifth inning. They can't get anybody out. When we go through these fantasy drafts at the beginning of the season, there's one thing that I've always said, and I'll I'll maintain it again. You have to understand where the origin of a relief pitcher is and why these Vegas totals are so high and the difference between, for example, wagering on a, on a game in the first five innings versus a full game. The odds of you understanding and getting a better chance to win in wagering on baseball is the first five innings because you know who the starting pitcher is going to be. Once you get into the bullpens, yes, there are some special arms there. There's no doubt. Uh, uh, Kirby Yates is having a great year. Brad Hand is having a great year. John Gant is 7-0. and He won his seventh game last night. What I always try to explain to people, and this is what it was explained to me by a scout at one point, relief pitchers in baseball were the best starting pitchers in their uh, peewee league, little league, probably even in their high school. Most relief pitchers, when they're younger, don't aspire to be a seventh-inning guy. Look, they aspire to make the big leagues. There's no doubt about that. But relief pitchers were starters at one point, somewhere, somehow, when they were younger. The best pitchers in baseball, 90% of them, are starters. Yes, there is Josh Hader, right? There's always that guy that can come into a game and change a game and can be in that conversation for the MVP. But there is no relief pitcher that when you say to him, hey, growing up, did you always dream that you were going to be the seventh inning guy of the Kansas City Royals? The answer is no. They dreamed about starting in the big leagues. But they were unable to really develop more than one or two pitches. And so, therefore, if you're a one or two pitch pitcher, you go into the bullpen. So why should anybody be surprised that as the game continues to evolve and the ball is flying out of these parks and all we're looking at is launch angle and exit velocity and the amount of home runs that are hitting that the secondary pitchers in Major League Baseball are getting themselves annihilated. And that's what's happening in the game today. You cannot tell me that Kirby Yates, as well as he has pitched in the big leagues this year, if you interviewed him and you sat him down and said, Kirby, when you were growing up, did you always dream about being a closer for the San Diego Padres? What do you think his answer is? Maybe when he got to high school, maybe at, at the elite level of high school, maybe when he became, uh, when he went to college, maybe when he was drafted, he realized at that point my path to the big leagues is through the ninth inning or the eighth inning or the seventh inning. He's done it all. Yates has been a seventh inning guy, eighth inning guy, and now the closer. So I just don't understand why people are so shocked when bullpens get blasted. I just don't understand why people are so shocked when closers lose their job. These guys only throw one or two pitches. It's usually uh, one fastball with a slider or with, or with one off-speed pitch. You don't, have, you don't have closers throwing four pitchers. There's two pitches. That's it. Why? Because as starters, at a different level, they were never able to develop those extra pitches. And there's nothing wrong with that. It is a huge success story for anyone to get to the major leagues. It's incredible. But every year, we so value these guys in the bullpen in Major League Baseball, and it's just the completely wrong approach. It's the starting pitchers 
It's the breadwinners. Those are where your money is made in these leagues and even in gambling, too. It's the first five innings. You know who the starting pitchers are. Now, look, if they're using an opener like Tampa does, completely different story. But in general, don't look at those Vegas totals and tell me that you're so shocked. Because if the balls are flying out and it's getting hot in the summer and even the starting pitchers are having trouble, trust me, no bullpen arms are coming in and doing a better job. Coming up next here on FNTSY, we'll be joined by uh, Matt Modica. We'll dive more into the pitching conversation and uh, ask him about some buy low, sell high guys, maybe some streaming matchups this weekend. And then, of course, we have our exit velocity that closes out the show. But don't stop listening if you're listening to the show live now because at 2 o'clock Eastern, full-time fantasy will be along, and they'll carry you from 2 to 4 Eastern. And, of course, on demand on the FNTSY app, as well as the iHeartRadio app, as well as Audioboom.com, Stitcher, TuneIn, and wherever you hear podcasts. My name is Craig Mish. This is FNTSY. We'll take a quick time out, and we'll be back with more discussion with Matt Modica after the break. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference, too. Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. 
Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Craig Mish with you here on FNTSY. Time to catch up with our pitching expert, Matt Bodica from The Athletic. You, of course, hear him on uh, the Fantasy BFF show and watch him with Frank Stample and Greg Sussman, and he'll make his appearance on my show right now for the next 10 minutes or so. Matt, thank you for coming on the show. How are you? Hey, uh, thanks for having me, Greg, and uh, like to luck with the new show. No, well, thank you. I appreciate you coming on. You know, before we get into fantasy, uh, real quick, let's give you this quick report here. This is interesting, coming from Jeff Passan of ESPN, that the Tampa Bay Rays have received uh, permission to explore becoming a two-team city. Tampa Bay and Montreal. The first half of the season would be played in Tampa. Second half of the season would be played uh, in Montreal with the Expos. So, I mean, Matt, I know this is really fresh, and I and I hate to just throw a bomb at you like this, but you're a big baseball fan, so I guess that this is like an interesting kind of a pseudo solution. But the way that this sounds like, even with this breaking news, Matt, is that. They're going to play half the year in Tampa, half the year in Montreal, but it sure does feel like inevitably it's an it's this is moving to the Expos, right? That's kind of what it feels like here. Oh uh, yeah, that it does. I'm excited as an Mets fan growing up. I loved uh, you know when the Mets went up to Montreal. It's kind of sounded like it's a half pregnant kind of move, which you know I don't know, uh, but hopefully eventually it will end up. The Tropicana Field is atrocious. I've been there before. That's got to get remedied. So hopefully it leads to full-time base in Montreal. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Mark Feinstein on Twitter says the Rays are committed to playing a Tropicana field solely uh, through 2027. So the idea of a St. Pete-Montreal split season would be more of a long-term thing. But, wow, what a bomb dropped today. That's, uh, that, that's pretty wild. So we'll see. And certainly the other part of that, Matt, is that uh, I, I don't know how the players would like this. I mean, given the fact they have families living half the year in Tampa, half the year in Montreal, that's a little bizarre. But, okay, so anyway, on to some <laughs> baseball and on to some pitching. Um, you know, certainly we're awaiting the MRI results here for Pablo Lopez of the Miami Marlins. And, you know, he was off to a really good start, and some of the exterior numbers look good. Uh, but this is going to be a tough injury, I think, for a lot of people, Matt. We're going to have to kind of explore some options here if he's out long-term, aren't we? Yeah, no, this is most unfortunate, especially in the last few starts. He made that uh, pitch-mix alteration. He started using the change a lot more. Uh, he's he's showing a lot of growth. You know, he stood up uh, after the games. He got shellacked at City Field. He didn't go ducking. So, uh, you know, it's most unfortunate, but... These things do happen. Yeah, and and, 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 and and by the way, are there, as we head toward the weekend and, and dive more into your brain with pitching here, uh, are there a couple of pitchers that are out there? I, I mean, you have to now dive into it, uh, not just for yourself, but for the athletic as well, trying to find some of the options to replace a guy like Lopez. We saw, uh, you know, we'll talk about Gallon coming up tonight, Logan Allen for the San Diego Padres. I'm just so hesitant to pick up some of these rookies 
Matt. I, I, I like to go with guys who have a little bit of track record when it comes to pitching, hitting them all in on some of the rookies. How about you? Well, I mean, I think right now in this current state of pitching, everybody is an option. Everyone needs to be investigated. So, I mean, look, Jose Suarez of the Angels is a guy that I picked up this week. Unfortunately, I picked up a couple of shares of Andrew Suarez, you know, was in my haste to get my fed bids in and make some corrections. So I right. that up a little. But I think uh, Jose Suarez is an interesting young arm we're going to have to look at. And, look, there's guys like Lance Lynn I wrote last weekend. I was never a Lance Lynn guy. I avoided, intentionally avoided him this year. But, look, he, he made it. He made a change in his alteration of pitches. And, you know, that cutter is paying massive dividends right now. And, you know, even guys I did, I don't, you know, usually prefer to play with, I'm going to play with. And Adrian Sampson became a person of interest. You know, that last two starts have not gone well. No. But, you know, I'm finding myself playing around with guys that I would never play with before. Yeah, and, and me too. I mean, Peter Lambert was somebody that I added, Matt, and, and I regretted that decision immediately. <laughs> he had two good starts, and then he goes to Coors and gets blown up. But we're talking with uh, Matt Modica here uh, of The Athletic and, and trying to find and wade through some pitching options in fantasy. Really good matchup tonight, by the way, Matt. I mean, these are players that are, of course, owned in most leagues. But if you like pitching, 10:07 Eastern, Frank, Frankie Montas against Charlie Morton. I, I don't know who I'm more stunned by. I guess Morton had that track record, Matt, and so this isn't all that surprising that he's been able to go and take what he did with Houston into uh, Tampa with the Rays, but Montas has really had a great season for them as well. Yeah, Montas has uh, been pretty much magnificent, and his breakout is fueled by the split. You know, it's a, uh, you know, I, I wrote a lot in my preseason starting pitcher rankings about a, addition by subtraction, getting rid of your worst pitch and adding a better pitch. And a pitch like the split has really transformed his game. He's for real. He's got a very bright future. And the thing with Morton is, you know, it was the shoulder. You know, he suffered that last second half of last year, another year older. So I didn't know where to stand on him, to be honest with you, coming into the season. 5-0 and for Frankie Montas in his last seven starts with an ERA of 2.95. That's going to be uh, tough to beat. Uh, let me give you two pitchers so far this season who have 10-plus wins, and Jake Odorizzi is one of them, Matt. He's going to have a chance tonight to win. Uh, Giolito fell short in his start yesterday. Uh, if you had to take one pitcher between the two, Lucas Giolito or Jake Odorizzi the rest of the season, and pick one with 10 wins, who would you take? Uh, for me, it's simple. It's, it's Giolito. Uh, I, I think was you know – you're seeing the maturation of a young arm become an ace. I know last night it didn't work out well, but look, every pitcher is going to have these bad starts. Odorizzi, I have to say, he's a guy, maybe a fantasy blind spot of mine, I've never been a fan of. They've utilized him well, but he's really a guy, and I know others have harped on this, that doesn't really get through that third time through the order. It's been manipulated nicely this year, and he's done it a few times, but Giolito has gone seven innings. Uh, constantly, you know, eight inch into the eighth, and you look at the peripherals, it's Giolito for me. Yeah, he, he had one blip yesterday, but overall he's been fantastic. Uh, another interesting pitching matchup tonight with a high Vegas total, Phillies and Nationals. Nick Pavetta, uh, you know, is, is, some, is a player that a lot of people can't quit, Matt. They probably went back to the well again and picked him up 
when he got called back up. But Eric Fetty is going to start for the Washington Nationals. Fetty is not the kind of guy that's going to strike out a lot of batters, so he's not all that interesting. Either of these two pitchers interest you, uh, Pavetta or even Fetty for the Washington Nationals? Uh, Pavetta interests me greatly. I think the best thing that happened to this kid was being demoted. I give a, a shout-out to Jake Arrieta. He had a great conversation with him after the, he was uh, after the news was broken and basically told him his struggles and what he had to do. And Pavetta has come back with with a vengeance, and I think it was the best thing for his career. Fetty, I'm going to stay away. But what I do find surprising is that the Marlins starting pitching is better than the Nationals starting pitching when you consider all <laughs> yeah. the money in the play. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's uh, it just goes to show you that it's it's somewhat about scouting development and not uh, not always about track record. But you're right. I mean, who would have thought Strasburg, Corbin, Scherzer, uh, you know, would get outpitched by the the Marlins guys? Uh, a new player we're getting a chance to see today or or later today or tonight, however you want to put it. Uh, Adbert Alzale of the Chicago Cubs. He's their fourth best prospect on MLBPipeline.com. He had a really tough time a couple of years ago in the minor leagues, but he has completely turned it around. 46 strikeouts, Matt, in 32 innings. What do you make of him, and is he a must-add in fantasy leagues? Uh, I think if um, Hendricks is going to be out for a while and he performs well tonight, you're going to see some nice bids on him this weekend. I'm interested. You look at those numbers. You know, they definitely caught my attention. It's the Cubs. You know, so you want to be on the side of a winning team, a good team. So, yeah, I'm going to be very interested. I'm to, obviously, I'm a Met fan. I watch that game anyway. But there's even more reason to watch it. Matt you know, Modica is uh, with us from The Athletic. Uh, a lot of people stashed players at the beginning of the season, especially pitchers who were hurt. Uh, I am a stasher of Denelson Lamed. I know he has not done well in the minors, but I am waiting for him to come up. Another pitcher who was stashed at the beginning of the season, if you had that injured list spot, Matt, was Jimmy Nelson, and he's going to make his third start back with the Milwaukee Brewers. But, wow, that payoff has not been profitable if you ha- if you hung on to him at least through two starts. What what should be the, the, the move-forward plan with Jimmy Nelson? Could you start him? Would you stream him? Or do you have to put him back on the bench and wait till you see something better? Uh, I mean, pretty much... I started him that first time out. I haven't been two weeks. I didn't draft him anywhere. I picked him up. It has not been a uh, correct decision to date. But uh, he's on my bench this week. I'm going to give another look. See, these are 15-team leagues. I don't think he's ownable in a, in a 12. So if he fails tonight, he's probably off my roster. Yeah, I, I think it's um... – I just I can't see just continuing to throw him out there and, and not really knowing what, what his future may hold, so we'll certainly see. Um, Mike Biner starts to, uh, today in about 10 minutes from now for the Texas Rangers, and Miner has arguably been one of the main reasons why the Rangers have gotten off to such a good start this year. He, in his last seven starts, 3-1 and one with a 2.5 earned run average, 2.6 on the season. Um, is is this something that's sustainable in the second half of the season, Matt? Because simply put, he's putting up the best numbers basically in years since he was a reliever with the Royals. Uh, always going to be, you know, somewhat of a, a potential injury factor. But he had a pretty good year last year too. Is this just him kind of becoming the pitcher who he is? I I'm actually starting to believe now. The first say six weeks of the season, I was saying, you know, 
Roll them out there for this two-stunt week. The correction's coming, but worry about that later. And I'm starting to think, you know, he's, he's made this transgression. I mean, this uh, transformation. And, you know, hopefully the Rangers, if, if you own him, the Rangers go on a slide and maybe move him to a contender, a better ballpark, pretty much anyways, better than Texas. So I'm, I'm a believer now. It took some time to get convincing. Is he this good? I don't know. But even with some regression, I think he's still going to be a good pitcher going forward. Mac, uh, leave me with a couple of names of a couple of under-the-radar pitchers that, that you're watching this weekend or fantasy owners should watch this weekend because there's no shortage of injuries in baseball, so we always have to pay close attention. Yeah, no, I'm going to go back to Jose Suarez. Can I mention? He pitched really well against the Rays this last weekend. The sixth inning, he gave up the three-run homer to Yadi Diaz. And, uh, you know, he's somebody. Sean Alexander, is, uh, Sean Anderson, excuse me, is a guy to consider in deeper leagues for home starts at Oracle Park. He's protected there. You know, I think that's somebody in deeper leagues you have to keep an eye on. Matt, thanks so much for coming on and, and really appreciate it. Always uh, follow your pitching interests, and it helps me out quite a bit. And we'll catch up soon. Thank you again for making the appearance. Thanks a lot for having me. Have a good one. All right, Matt Modica joining us. You can catch his work at The Athletic, and uh, Matt will certainly be able to give you some great pitching options. He's been doing it for a long time with CTM and now uh, at The Athletic. 844-843-6879 if you have a question on this show as we continue to roll on until the top of the hour, and then full-time fantasy's got you for the next two hours. So why would you go anywhere? You want to make sure that you listen to that. But up next, we've got our... Super hot take on our exit velocity segment. There is no doubt you know what's coming up next on this one. This uh, breaking news story from Jeff Passan of ESPN. I'm going to dive more into this idea that the Tampa Bay Rays could actually play half their season in St. Pete and half their season in Montreal. Wow, what a new idea and fresh idea to keep uh, fans engaged there. So we'll discuss that next as we return in just a couple of minutes with our Exit Velocity segment here on FNTSY Radio. My name is Craig Mish. Don't forget, make sure you subscribe and like the podcast if you're listening, especially on iTunes or Android. We'll be back with more. Tell you what we can expect with the Rays moving forward right here on FNTSY. Don't go away. Friends. Yep. The best friends forever. The fact that you're going to count on Stanton to play the outfield every day, something he did not do last year, it's a bit nerve-wracking. He's in the prime of his career. He came off playing in the NL where he played the outfield every single day. I know last year he didn't necessarily do it, but when Judge went down, he was in right field every day. And he was banged up, though, if you remember. He was playing through a hamstring injury, too, because he had to play the outfield. Yes, yeah. he was, but he's had three months off at this point in field. Like, Get out there and play, dude. Watch live on the FNTSY YouTube stream and download the podcast on your popular podcast providers. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Indeed. 
knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes ear congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. andro400.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you. We'll be back on the show tomorrow. We'll close out the week, give you a preview of the Fantasy Weekend. Always excited on Fridays to close it out strong. And a little bit later, what we'll do is we'll post some of the clips for you on social media. Twitter, I posted the Andre Dawson clip last night, him talking about Christian Yelich. We always try to have players from the game on that can take you inside the game. As we close out the month of June, just ten, uh, 11 days left in June. Can't believe the summer is just flying by and we're uh, just kind of underway. Okay, let's uh, end the show with the hot topic. It is called Exit Velocity. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Exit Velocity. Nice Velocity. All right, we end the show with the hot topic of the day in baseball, broken by Jeff Passan of ESPN. The Tampa Bay Rays are investigating a way to play half their games in St. Pete, half their games in Montreal. This would take shape in a few years from now. I think it's pretty obvious that eventually they're looking to move to Montreal and they just can't get a stadium built in Tampa. I think here in Miami, where I live, that kind of got ruined by building the stadium and, uh, and the previous ownership that was here. But nonetheless... Our very own Brad Ziegler weighing in saying, how in the world would you find doctors, pediatricians, pets? What would you do with them if you're a player? If you're a free agent, would you want to sign with a team that's playing in two different cities? I mean, maybe they're just putting feelers out there for public relations, but this is going to be really bizarre. And to be honest with you, I can't see it happening. I, I think that maybe it happens for one year. And then the following year, they eventually moved to Montreal. But if you're a fan of the Rays, you better start supporting that team pretty quickly. I know you got a bunk stadium there. 
I lived in that area for many, many years, but I'm having a hard time understanding what in the world they're going to do in the future. That'll do it for the show. Thanks again to Brad Ziegler for appearing in the first hour of the program. Thanks again to Matt Modica, of course, for making his appearance and talking some pictures again with us. And, of course, thanks to my producer, Chris Provona. Don't you know, coming up next, it's uh, one of my favorite shows here on FNTSY. We're going to have our good friends from Full-Time Fantasy next, then it's Game Time Decisions. Gabe will help you out, make you some money later in the day. I'll be back with you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on FNTSY. My name is Craig Mish here on FantasySportsNetwork.com if you're listening live and, of course, podcast wherever you want. We'll be back tomorrow. See ya.